And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Miner. It's Thursday, the 22nd of July, and it's still hot out there. It's hot everywhere. How are you this morning, Paul? Yes, it is plenty warm. Uh, we've got the shades down in order to keep the place um, cooler here, I think. Well, I'm sorry I missed you yesterday, but I had a very good day's fishing with uh, uh, Andy Bruff at Schroders. Uh, caught lots of very large fish. Well, he did. Very good. He did, I didn't. But there you go, that's the difference between a broker and a fund manager, isn't it? They get the big fish, we get the little fish. Oh, I got it. <laughs> anyway, it was a very pleasant day and a good chat as well. Anyway, let's turn to mining. And uh, we'd better start, Stanley Paul, with Sentiment. Yes, we have uh, Q2 production results out from Sentiment, which came in at uh, 100,000 or just over 100,000 ounces from the Sukari mine in Egypt. That brought uh, first half production to just over 200,000 ounces uh, so far this year. They say they've maintained their guidance for 2021 of something uh, less than 430,000 ounces at a cash cost of uh, $800 to $900 US an ounce and all in sustaining uh, something under US 1250 an ounce. Revenue came in at 177 million uh, from uh, gold sales and they got a gold price of uh, $1,822 an ounce. Uh, the cash costs and the all-in sustaining costs all within that uh, uh, current realm that they've uh, declared for guidance for the remaining uh, full part of the year. But they did uh, move an awful lot of rock out of the open pit, almost 50 million tons moved in the first half from the open pit. And they've got a cash position holding at 312 million after a dividend distribution paid in June. Just to say on sentiment, I think the the numbers on the guidance are a little bit lower than uh, what they had first put out at the beginning of the year, but it is indicating that the operations otherwise are moving pretty uh, steadily uh, here uh, overall. It just depends on what the ore blocks are going to be as to what they finally come up with with total uh, ounces for the year. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, whilst on gold, let's. Uh, one of the favorites out there is Great in Gold. Um, they've reported some more assays this morning, Paul, haven't they? Yes, they did. Uh, this from a further seven holes on their ongoing uh, expansion uh, drilling program on the Have Iron joint venture with Newcrest. Um, I didn't detail the specifics on the copper gold mineralization, but all seven of the holes hit uh, further mineralization. And they have a further 15 holes uh, that they've completed that await assays. Uh, so it demonstrates that the system is not completely closed off yet. And there will be, and at some point, they'll probably decide just to uh, uh, stop the uh, uh, exploration side of drilling and, and concentrate more on uh, develop, or Newcrest will decide just to concentrate more on development work uh, going forward. And what else we got? We got uh, folio results from Afritin. Yes, that's the uh, aim quoted Namibia tin miner, and uh, there you have a kind of an odd year end. It's at the 28th of uh, February, so these numbers are are from uh, uh, the uh, year prior on that date. 473 uh, tons of tin concentrate produced, uh, which uh, demonstrates it is now in uh, commercial. Uh, uh, the pace of production, whereas they only produced 32 tons in 2020. 
and uh, they uh, also report uh, an impairment charge that they've taken of uh, just over three million pounds sterling for their South African assets, uh, primarily, I would think, as a result of uh, difficulties uh, in South Africa with moving people and with coronavirus issues that they're not experiencing at the same level in Namibia. Uh, post period end, they also raised 13 million sterling for production expansion and to uh, settle uh, outstanding convertible loan notes. So uh, all looking very promising here for Afrotin. Yeah, it's in a hot space at the moment, isn't it, with tin? Everybody wants to buy tin, although the stock is slightly below the uh, placing price, which must be somewhat annoying. Um, now, also results uh, slightly away from mining, but it's aggregates, which is quite interesting at the moment. Aggregates are very strong, aren't they? But Breeden um, has some results today. And actually, Breeden I hold in, a, in an AMIHT portfolio that I run. Uh, and it's been a very good performer, up about 50% this year. What's, what's that, Paul? Oh, you should be even happier today as they declared a first interim dividend of half a P per share that they'll pay on the 10th of September. So uh, otherwise, they have a nice uh, recovery in the, uh, in their um, revenues and earnings with a 17% rise in uh, revenue. And the, uh, the corporate story returned to a net profit 46 million sterling versus a loss in the prior 12-month period, uh, which takes into account the expenses that they uh, took on for furlough and that sort of thing with the slowdown in aggregate sales due to coronavirus. They're recovering all that back here from uh, as far as business activity is concerned, and they say that uh, the uh, outlook is looking still pretty positive for the year with the new infrastructure spend expected to uh, as a result of uh, building back better in uh, Great Britain, as it were. Yeah, well, the market seems like it. it's up three and a half percent this morning. So yes, I'm not unhappy, Paul. I'm very sad to uh, be in a good position for the fund. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, it's a little bit, but whilst I'm in Cornwall, I'm obviously spotting all the, the Cornish news that is, is popping up. There's a tiny little bit of news out, isn't there, on on uh, the, the Cornish Lithium and Geos, Geothermal Engineering Limited. Yes, that's right. They've chosen GeoCubed, uh, or GeoCubed, which is the joint venture on the geothermal side of the business for Cornish Lithium, has uh, selected the uh, actual technology uh, provider for the lithium extraction pilot plant by the name of Geolith SAS, uh, which has uh, direct lithium extraction technology. So they'll start uh, uh, in due course, uh, treating the uh, stored accumulated uh, sample of, of uh, lithium bearing brine uh, to see just how much recovery they can get now. It's interesting wandering around here actually and playing golf and fishing. That's sort of thing. Everybody asks me about Cornish lithium, Cornish metals, uh, Tungsten West. You know what's going to happen to the whole Cornwall and southwest of England mining industry. It's, it's there's, there's a lot of interest down here, and no one really has a sort of a, a clue of what's going on. So I, I do get asked a lot of questions. Um, let's hope I get the right answers. Uh, anything, yeah. else you wanna, anything else you want to mention? Oh, just to say that uh, AIM quoted uh, mining portfolio company Metal Tiger has uh, subscribed for one and a quarter million dollars worth Canadian of First Light Capital, which is a capital pool on the TSX. That's uh, essentially going to merge up with the TXS X-listed New Oro Peru resources uh, on the uh, Trace Cruces Gold project uh, 
in Peru. Uh, it's a sizable resource, about 3 million ounces, of which uh, roughly 70% of it is sulfide uh, open pitable. So uh, it's a, a first move of metal tiger into the uh, country of Peru. Okay, very good. Well, let's call it a day there, Paul. And uh, you may actually have to speak with Ollie tomorrow. I'll, I'm not sure if we'll just have to see, because I think I'm back on the golf course with an early tee off, so we'll have to, to see. Uh, okay, maybe, very good. Maybe we'll record it early. I'll speak with Ollie later. Okay. I'll do for now. Okay, very good.